about talk about talking about the football team. We're going to talk about the football team. We're going to talk about the recruits and the prospects. We're going to talk to people. We're going to talk Yeah, cuz next like, week next week I'm hitting um with the the edge rusher. You hitting with edge rushers? I'm hitting them with QBs today. You're hitting them with some no. linebackers today. Yeah, and then and then the line and then the uh, edge rushers next week. But yeah, the linebackers today. I'm I'm ex- I'm kind of excited about a couple topics. of them. Hot topics. One of them's got my namesake, so you know that got me hyped. Yeah, hot topics. So is that how you even say that namesake? What's that mean? No! Yeah, revenge. Uh. Now what we gonna do right now? Uh, this is gonna try a little experiment. It's a little experiment. You know what I'm saying? A little science project. You know what I'm saying? I like to call it Switch. You, you, you. Yes, let the words woo you till you. Yeah, that shit got my head bobbed. He, he kind of smoked this. You, do not rules, you do a no, he smoked this piece, but he fucked this up. Shit, we had 30 seconds. Hold up. Oh, man. Let me hold up. I want to get it a little bit. Shit. What is that off of? Uh, that's off the Lupe uh, Fahrenheit 115.2 Revenge shit. of the Nerds. That shit's hard. Yeah, yeah, Lupe. He 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 gets a couple. He he gets on a couple on that one right there that he uh, kind of goes off on on that mixtape. You can get it on Dat Piff or something like that or YouTube. Um, shoot, but this is the Anthem Protest Group. Welcome to the off season. Welcome. To, it's your boy Big Shad. Boy Jay Hot. Yes, sir. And we back. We back. Uh. Not really theme songs. We just gonna play what's hot. <laughs> yeah, something that gets the head bobbing. Yeah, something that just gets the head bobbing. We're gonna be out here with some uh, some hot takes, some hot takes for the off season. Uh, but we want to welcome you to this episode. We will be covering our first two position groups in this episode. We will be covering linebackers and quarterbacks. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, talking about prospects going into the, into the draft. I know you are, J-Hop. Yeah, no no scouting combine is crazy. Man, I just got to say this right now because, but wait, now it's gone. I can hear myself like crazy. You're good, though. Is, You're good, though. All right, but it's bothering me. All yeah, right, go. We're, we're, <laughs> we're good, though. I, Whatever you we, did, it's gone. Yeah, we, we should be good uh, audio-wise today. But, you know, never know. I'm not the engineer in the building. You know? No really. shit. <laughs> but you are now. <laughs> I am for now. I am for now. No, but it's going to be fun. It and is. we got some other fun things to talk about because there's always something interesting going on nowadays yes yes and that's why uh i guess it's time to introduce our uh our, our new segment right hot Let's takes do it. hot takes welcome to kinko's welcome <laughs> to the hot takes segment oh man we're hot off be... the copy yes sir hot off the copy hot off the press from welcome to kinko welcome to kink welcome to kinko's yeah like fresh you know fresh hot off the press uh, takes from us. Uh, we are going to start off this week's hot takes segment with uh, JJ Watt, bro. How do you feel about JJ Swat? Is he going yeah, to the Browns? Yeah, put some spec on that name, JJ Swat. 
Hey, that's what I, man. You know, I I was hearing that early, and then I heard people saying something about that Buffalo was making a push. I think it's gonna be a little bit before he signs. Uh, this year is a little different than most years where, where the cap's not going up, you know, it's going to be between 180, 182 is what they're projecting. So I, I think people are going to see what else is out there. Cause normally I think he'd, he'd be signed up by now. People know what they're going to be able to spend and, and know everything, but I think it's going to be a while, but I think it is, is probably going to be one of them, them B teams. I, right. I think it's going to be like the Browns or the, or the bills, even though I, I would love to see him come to the chiefs, but I don't know how we'd make that happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really excited and really too much on this JJ Watt train. I'm, I'm kind of seeing buddy on the decline, honestly, and I'm not really well, seeing yes. a, a true contender really exactly like you're saying ball out. And, and honestly, if he ends up on the Steelers, I just uh, don't even I like I just can't handle that much that much corny. I can't handle that much watt on one team. Yeah, exactly. That's too many watts for me, man. Um, but I'll say depending what you need from him is I think how good the signing is. Like if you want him to be, you know, a star, you know, four or five years ago, JJ Watt consistently, I don't think he's gonna be it. But like if you need him to be a situational player, you know, you got other players that, you know, are going to be contributing. He can he can really just focus on pass rushing. Right. I think it could be a really good signing. You know, because um, he's not what he once was, but he still gets pressures. I mean, five sacks ain't crazy. Obviously, you it's not what he's done in the going? past, but he gets pressure. I got him going to L.A. Chargers. That'd be that'd be pretty nasty. With Melvin, him Ingram. and Donald. Chargers, Chargers, Melvin. Oh, you said Ingram. the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, you said Ingram. I heard L.A. and went Rams. Melvin Ingram and Joe Abosi, Baba Booey. Oh. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Um, Melvin Ingram. I don't know if he's much longer for that team though, so it might even almost be as a another a compliment instead of Ingram. I could see it being Baba Booey. I think he might be he might be going. Really. You got Melvin. That's I mean, what I've heard. His his contract's getting up there. He's going through a DUI thing right now, I believe, or was that Melvin Gordon? It's one of the Melvins that played no, for the Melvin Chargers. No, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. My bad, Ingram. Yeah, My yeah, bad, Melvin dog. Gordon. That's Melvin uh, Gordon who's out there. Yo, it's too much Melvin. How many? There cannot be that many Melvins playing in one league at a time. Too That's many just Melvins messed up. In the league. I think you're a Melvinist. Hey, but uh, we'll talk uh, about it. Hey, at least one of them gotta go by Mel. I, you would. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on to the uh on to the next one. Next topic, man. Uh a more on a more somber note, uh Vincent Jackson found in a hotel. Also room. a charger. Yeah, um not alive. Uh do we want to talk about that one? Uh sounds like it's a rough situation. Uh had a problem with alcohol. I don't really want to touch on it too too much. Right. Um but it does suck. He's only 38. He was a great player for, you know, quite a while, you know, yeah. for the for the Chargers and for the Bucks. Um, so sad. It's always sad to hear. It's just been, you know, it's it's just been a lot of people that are connected to sports passing away over the Absolutely. last few weeks. It's kind of wild. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, but seriously, yeah, you know, rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Bring it. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, feel good music. <laughs> I had to bring it back. I had to bring the mood back up. 
Oh, man. And we bring the mood back up to announce K1 Short has been released. Yo, and you know, he he kind of relates to what I was saying with uh, JJ. Because some people, you know, like take the Chiefs, for instance. Like if they want just kind of someone to come in situationally, if they think K1 uh, Short, uh, uh, they think Short's got some uh, juice, you know, and could just come in to help rush the passer on third downs or something. You know, he'd be a much cheaper option than a JJY. You know, I think a lot of people might think like that. They right. want just like, uh, you know, to see what he see what he's got. It's going to be low, lower risk, I'd say. Uh, you know, it was possibly some reward. And, you know, he could be washed, but I'm I've always been a fan of his, so I'm I'm hoping he he signs with someone good and has a nice little season here. Also, but I definitely talking- think he's going to sign a one year deal. No, nope, I think a lot of these veterans are going to with this. Hey. You know, there ain't going to be money out there like that. While we're talking, while we're talking release players, also Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. It, what is it about the Eagles hiring new white coaches and dropping black players? <laughs> like, like, like Did this happen to Deshaun last time? This happened to Deshaun last time. Uh, but this time, Deshaun, last time Deshaun went over to Washington, played with the football team. Keep it, keep it, keep it on the 95. Come back to Andy. One stop early come to andy come to charm city deshaun jackson i've come been to andy. putting him on my team on madden for so long you always do it's it's something about it it's lamar and deshaun jackson jackson and jackson law firm time to open it up uh, you know i actually heard a rumor already that there might be mutual interest between uh alshon and the chiefs i don't know where i read that but i saw some maybe someone was just theorizing that would be but- fly That'd that be interesting. Be replace It'd be one, the new Sammy Watkins. Replace, heard all the time. Replace one whack 17 with another whack 17. Get rid of me, Cole. Bring That'd in be, Alshon. Sammy's gone. Yeah, Sammy's out of there. And you know, Mark really, is gone. You know what I fear, right? Hmm. I fear that I'm going to see that tweet, Sammy Watkins signs with the Ravens. It's happening. It's such a Ravens move. It's such a Ravens move. And then you get to hear about all the alien shit that he be talking yeah, I really do hope that doesn't happen. Um, but hey, on to the next t- t- topic. Let's go. We have fan controlled football. We are in. We are going into week three of fan controlled football, which will lead into a two week playoff. J Hop, how are you feeling about this fan controlled football? I, for one, am loving this shit. I'm loving the rock paper scissors. I think the NFL, Roger Goodell, Jim Trotter. <laughs> Get them all on the phone. Get everybody on the phone. Get them on the scissors. phone. This could really make or break somebody's spot on the 53-man roster. Dan Orlovsky could probably come back and play. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I actually did watch a little bit of it uh, this weekend. And it was it was kind of fun, you know. Like, it's interesting. What, it's damn near like seven on seven, right? Yeah. It's like two offensive linemen. Um it's got kind of like a, a, a arena football field, you know, because it's got walls. Um, but it's like wall. It has like, you know, sideline walls. So it, it was interesting. But it was kind of fun, you know, see a little. It felt like you were watching pickup, like a pickup game or something. A uh, bunch of people I ain't never heard of. And I don't even do that. that what the hell is on the back of the jerseys? I know that wasn't all their names. Oh, on the I know on the back of the helmets it says power to the fans. Mm-hmm. Which is super hard. Uh dude, I'm having a good time with it, man. I'm enjoying watching Johnny football. 
you know, finally doing his thing. I love watching the unselfish Johnny Football who shares snaps with his backup quarterback. I'm really getting a, uh, getting a lot of uh, – I'm really enjoying watching Quentin Flowers, my uh, Vipers quarterback, uh, as I was a Tampa Bay Snakes fan. Go Snakes. Go Snakes. Uh, it was, it's really cool seeing my guy out there ball out. What's up, man? Yo, who was old buddy with the uh, with the uh, Mark Davis haircut? The blonde Mark that, Davis cousin, old boy. That is the coach. The blue and pink. There is one coach for the entire league who comes out in the beginning of the games and he gives pointers to the players throughout the game. I love this man. I'm really getting a kick. I'm learning, man. How does it? So I like I said, I ain't watch a lot. I was doing shit and I, I threw it on for a bit, but like. I still don't understand. How did they get the plays? So check like, how it did out. They get the plays? So check it out. You have to sign up to be a owner or a coach like me. You can find me on Fan Control Football as Coach Shad. Uh, my <laughs> nephew is on there, and we log on uh, the app in the beginning of the game, and you click on. I can actually let me open this app right now. I don't want to. No, but like, how do the players get, get it? Because the coach ain't calling it in, right? Look here, I don't know how they're I don't know how the sausage is made. Okay. <laughs> I just know what's going down on my You just end. know you like the sausage. <laughs> I just know <laughs> what's going down on my end over here. Pause. I feel you. Pause while we're talking about ends and sausages. Um look, there's a draft coming up in a couple of days because they draft every week. Um, every week? Yes, they draft a new team every week. Um and you'd log on to the app, you open up the play calls page during the game, and the plays will pop up as they're needed to be voted for. You vote for the plays, and then as the plays are picked by consens- consensus, and then you get to see them on the screen. Like, it's it's actually quite gratifying when, you know, everybody picks. Uh, some of these play calls are actually pretty awesome, too, by the way. That's hilarious. Yeah, like, big haunch run, uh like they're great uh, i i don't have them all in my head here didn't really write down all these play calls but i'm telling you guys i recommend fan control football on twitch it's it's a it's a good time man and every game is it a close game every game has been close and it's you know i kind of like you know it's got interesting owners right like, oh that's I, pretty cool i absolutely love watching quavo Come on there as a team owner who holds records in the state of Georgia as a quarterback. Uh, it was no really, shit. yeah, yeah, and it was really cool watching him. Oh, hey man, you got to put more zip on that ball, man. <laughs> it was it's it was good. Four teams, right? Baba boy. Uh, we have the Glacier Boys, which is Quavo's team. Yes, the the Zappers, the Beasts, the Zappers, the Beasts. Beast is obviously Marshawn's team. Zappers is uh, what's his name? Oh boy, Bob from Minnery. uh, yeah, the voices dude. <laughs> yeah, the voices dude. Uh, Where he has the voice. Yeah, you got the it, and then Richard Sherman's on one, right? Yeah, there's there's the Richard Sherman team too. Oh, oh, what are they called? The, uh, the Wild Rollers? Aces. Wild Aces. I was gonna call them the High. Yeah, because I was watching. I was watching the Beast versus the Wild Aces. Yes, yes. You know, I had to tune in for Beast mode. So there's gonna be a two week playoff. This is, I mean, you know, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I hey, <sighs> tune in, fan control football. 
Um, you ever had that happen? This happened with me with Marshawn. I was not a Marshawn Lynch fan when he was in Buffalo. I did not think he was that good. I didn't understand why Seattle made the trade, and he proved me so wrong. And I like liked him so much when he was in Seattle. Like I just liked how he played. Yeah, he cracked me up. I love the Skittles. So I like candy. So you know, I fuck with a dude who's uh, eating Skittles. Uh, but yeah, that was Skittles just wild. Because you love. Oh, whatever. I didn't say I love Skittles. I just like candy. That's true. That is true. I, I can vouch. You are like a candy, a holic. Are you ready yeah. to rock, dog? I gotta show you some shit. Yeah. It's a minor. Because Mr. Miyagi told us best. There are no bad students. Don't do that, Sal. Uh, Only don't do that. Don't bad misquote Mr. Miyagi. Teachers. Don't, mis- don't misquote my guy. Mm. No bad students. It's bad students out there. Only bad teachers and baby kids. Out oh, there. it's a baby kids, but it's some worse baby parents out there that's creating these baby kids oh, like right. gremlins out there. Right, right. This kid didn't innately learn to be this way. This kid has been taught this way. And I tell parents all the time, if you don't want to teach your kids the right uh, way, trust me, something else in this, this world will. Wild. And it's going to raise your kids for you if you don't want to do your job. Let me get specific, because y'all know I'm in a little <laughs> Twitter beef right now. And I'm going to talk about this individual by he name. Sit up. Avery had the nerve to shoot in the dark at me because of a difference of opinion. I'm up here giving y'all opinions and I support them with facts, but if you disagree, that's fine. But once again, let's not take it to money because I'm a win, slurs or violence. Oh, Quincy Avery. That little look he gives when he looked over at the money is always the funniest. I remind y'all out there that there are no bad students, just bad teachers. I had to do a little research on this Quincy Avery since I didn't know who he was when he was taking his shots. And as I started to do his research on him, I started to learn that he's not just a quarterback guru or expert, but calls himself a mentor (laughs) of young minds. I asked everybody, do you want this man who is 30-some years old teaching your kids? You know why you don't? Because your kids start to do stuff like this player did at Cam Newton's camp. Man, look, you said it in production today. He is almost not even recognizable anymore. Yeah. What happened to man, Marcellus Wiley? I, and why is what, he years going ago, at, man, you know. And why is he going at Quincy Avery like this? Uh for those who don't mm-hmm. know, Quincy Avery is I mean essentially a, calling him a bad teacher. And for those who don't know, Quincy Avery is a not really small time, but he's an up and coming quarterback coach. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Quincy Avery, uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. He coaches quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson, uh, I was Hurts, say up and coming, Josh Dobbs, to like, but Trey has Lance, uh, Justin Fields, some clients. <laughs> he has he has a few clients. Like his biggest one, obviously, like, is Deshaun Watson. He's also worked with Dwayne Haskins. He's a lot of the reason why I believe. Did that, you say Jalen Hurts? Yes, and he's a lot of the reason why I believe that Haskins was going to be all right this year because I saw them getting so much work in online. Um, yo, but for bad for teachers, Mar- <laughs> Marcellus Wiley. I'm just playing. For Marcellus Wiley, be going at him like this, dude. What is going on? Well, what he got hurt because because what he say he called him an idiot, which was like yes. super funny to me. Um, but Marcellus has been being an idiot, man. 
I mean, I yo, you know, I used to fuck with Marcellus Heavy. Me too. Um, Me too. L.A. Radio. Because you know, out here in L.A., they was on they was on ESPN Radio. Him and Max Kellerman. Yep. And since they both split up, I've liked both of them a little bit less. Uh, and Marcellus, I mean, everybody makes the Whitlock comparison, and you know, I got a specific beef with Whitlock because I had to deal with his ass when he was in Kansas City in Kansas for a long City, time. Exactly. So he 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 was he was annoying when he was local for us, but he was I mean he was local for us, but he was still national. He'd get on Jim Rome and all that, you know. Um, but yeah, I just didn't. I was like, man, like I don't. I hear Marcellus take sometimes and some of the shitty sounds like, man, this don't even sound like the same cat. It doesn't. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's just, crazy. It's, look, it's, man, it's weird. Cause like I said, I really liked him. Like I, I was a fan over the election. I turn on, I turn on Fox news because I like to see everything, you know, especially when I'm flipping through the news channels, I'll turn on a little Fox, turn on a little CNN, a little MSNBC, um, everything I can, right? Turn on the Fox. Who's on there? Jason Whitlock talking some Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization and they're doing this and they're doing that and Joe Biden this. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Like, yeah. And, yeah, he, and are you thinking what I'm there thinking? Sometimes. Is Marcellus well, like... All the time. Is Marcellus trying to sell his soul to the to the right? Seems like it. Dude, because this it is the thing. It seems like it. I mean, he this seems like he's been angling that way as he's been over at Fox. It's kind of wild. And there's a strange... And even that comment, like, and this is the weird thing. Well, I was going to say, because what we just played was was funny to me, but I can understand someone being mad well, when so uh, before you get there, someone calls I, you an idiot or I, something. I, You're going to respond to that. But what sparked but, but hold it hold off was was ridiculous well here here let me let me let me let me drop something real quick the strand of monotony that's kind of scaring me a bit when it comes to marcellus wiley's covering this coverage in this situation is when you're watching right-wing media you see them do things like look at a protest that's in the street you know, over George Floyd or something like that. And they go, these people are terrorizing everything and they're doing this just because they're poor and they're crazy and they're out of control and they just want to destroy things and they're burning the church and all of this stuff. And they're just like leaving out as many facts as possible, right? On the situation. That's kind of what Fox News is known for is leaving mm-hmm. out facts. Not yep. so much, I mean, blatant lying, but really just leaving out facts. And what bothers me about this is that, like you said, obviously Marcellus Wiley feels dissed in this situation, right? He felt dissed, but he leaves out a ton of information oh, yeah. and just like pulls Quincy Avery into this situation that has nothing to do with him. by talking mm-hmm. about him in this Cam Newton situation. That's funny. He made it sound like, from somebody who's the outside in, he made it sound like Quincy Avery was this 7-on-7 seven seven coach for this kid that yelled at Cam Newton. Just like how Fox 5 will be <laughs> like, do you see that Antifa guy? Yeah. And it's like a dude that yeah, looks just like... Him a bad you know? What'd you say? What was that? How you 
He was just saying he was a bad teacher, basically. It's like, how are you getting that from that? Like, yeah. you have no idea what kind, you know, because he called you an idiot. Now he's a bad teacher? Because he, you know, say whatever he's doing. Yeah. Like, all right. And you sometimes, you were an idiot. I'm not necessarily mad. <laughs> you know, yeah. he, you know, you want to defend yourself, that's fine. But yeah, he comparing also, him to that, saying, like, this is because of people like Quincy, it was kind of crazy to and me. And also, like, to try to interpret Quincy Avery ta- uh, saying, I'll smack you in, pu- in, pu- in person, him trying to, like, say, it's like, oh, he's threatening violence. He's threatening violence. He tweeted that. Come on, Marcellus. You've been around the block. This dude is not going to smack you. You know, like it's just, it's just every, the way that man and, and me and Mars, yeah, it was weird. And yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe you could argue, okay, well, and you could argue, okay, maybe that's not like a professional way to handle yourself. Is Quincy to tell people you're gonna smack them when you see them, yeah, but uh. I don't know. Sometimes you deserve to get smacked, and it's a fun thing to say. It's Twitter. It's definitely exactly. You know, I don't be on Twitter like this, but you know. But that's the thing. It is just Twitter. Like you think you think Avery's trying to get like 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 Marcellus Wiley calling the police and suing him for assault because he you know slapped him upside the face. Exactly. Exactly. I no. Think, I think Marcellus Wiley knew exactly. You know Marcellus would. I think he he knew exactly what he was doing, and he's auditioning, man. He's he's auditioning for the right wing, dude. It's it's pretty obvious. It's sad. sad he used to, to be so fun. Yeah, he he, he was he so did. fun. He was funny. That's they racial. would always have some pretty interesting like takes on sports stuff. Be, they would always say that. That's they racial. They would always say that. That's racial. Like yo, he used to be the man. Yeah, I just feel like it was a total one eighty. He always always like felt like I would like enjoy his perspective on stuff and now sometimes i hear it and i'm like whoa where's that dude where's where you know who knows things happen yeah, people change things happen. things happen speaking of things happening man let's take it back to baltimore and let's talk about the matt judon you want to go ahead and read that tweet to the people yo jameson hensley espn yo, cover my favorite uh, journalist for baltimore all right okay so I'll read the initial thing and then his response. All right, cool. So this Hensley fellow says, uh, you know. Give him some voices, bro. Give him some voices. Hensley, that sounds like a British fuck, right? Yeah, let's do Uh, it. According to a source. (laughs) That's it. The Ravens tried to strike a long-term deal with Judon, blah, blah, blah. You know, giving him $16.5 million, basically. Judon gets pissed circles it say cap and then writes bro you could have just called me trash and left the lies out of it now you got these fans and they feel so i'm trying to stream now say sorry i'm gonna tell your wife you cheating on her that's hilarious and then proceeded to claim that he had photos of jameson hensley at the strip club i need to see those photos but here's the problem you gave too much you you let you know what i mean i believe matthew judon <laughs> Like, I believe he has these pictures. I believe he knows some shit about this dude fucking around with his wife. But you just said it now. Like, unless, like, your play is that you don't have that shit and you just want to fuck with this dude's life, then it's a master play. You know, because then this dude's wife's pissed and he's got nothing. So that's hilarious, to be honest. But to me, I'm like, damn, he probably got these flicks. So why say that? You got to be a little more... 
inconspicuous with it. Be like, yo, you know, I'm going to let some, you know, shit out. You know, I'm going to let these pictures out. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, Because he also went from zero to 100. Why are you so mad that this dude said you turned down 16.5? Well, look, Jamison Hensley doubled back, responded to him, and said, look, that's what I heard. Which led Judon to say, well, you tell me who said it then. Right. And now we're just kind of at a standoff in this situation, which has got me going, who is telling the truth in this one? Like, who? With that being said, why are you so mad about that info being, like, reported? Why why are you mad that 16.5 mil got reported that you declined that? Yo. Is it because you as like oh you should have took the money now because you didn't have a great season it's covid i think that there's a lot to this situation number one that he was horrible in the first three quarters of the season now we'll move on from there um that's just me getting my frustrations off but (laughs) let's there's another part you know he just got back on twitter for the first time since august today no shit Yes, and they went out for the football season. So it's almost like someone tipped him off, like, yo, a story's about to come out on you. Maybe, but I think a lot of football players probably do shit like that. You know, wait wait till, you know. He was on IG the season. whole season, though. Oh, well, I don't know. He does this thing called the victory slide. When, it's a, when we went away, he posts on IG him sliding. Down the yeah, but do um, you plane. can't you, you? I mean, I guess people get, t- but people don't like tag you and da 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 as much and shit on like an Instagram thing where like you'll see all your shit that anybody say about right. you on, on, on the Twitter. I don't really, I still don't really understand that thing very much. <laughs> You're getting there. Uh, this is a good time to announce that J Hop runs the APG Twitter uh, account. A- at you can't APG tell by the pod, activity at APG Pod. If you want to talk to J Hop during the day at APG Pod, hit him up. He's posting uh, the episodes and also posting fiery hot takes. Or sometimes at APG Pod. It's really cool working on it. That handle. I mean, yo, look, I like it. It falls off the tongue. It does. Pause. Do you think that uh do you think that this helps Matt Judon's case? For what? Baba Bowie. Getting re-signed. No. I think A, he's a dumb dumb if he turned down that contract, which is why he's mad because it makes people think that. So he's like, yo, asshole, if I got that contract offered to me, I'd have took it. You know, it's probably his thought, right? Like, don't say that shit about me. Um, this dude's saying that's what he heard. You know, what are you going to do? Okay, but why are you so mad that you're like, I'm about to ruin your fucking marriage? That is like, that's what I want to understand. Like, did they just think they, I'm, it almost makes me think he knows about him cheating on his wife. Yeah. He's got strip club. Like, I feel like Judon thought they was like homies. So he's like hurt. Because he, why would you, yeah. like, not like homies, homies, but like, but I like, thought we yeah. was cool. He was at the strip club. We got pictures. Like, why are you just saying this shit to me? Right, like right. I don't know, I don't know, because that was weird. Because he was like, "You could just said I was trash." I like how he said, "You could have said I was trash and kept the lies out of it." Was that Judon <laughs> saying he was trash yeah. last year? Yeah. Right. So, like, <laughs> it seems like he's somewhat reasonable. So, like, he he seems like he took that shit personal. Yeah, it does. It does seem like a person. But yeah, I do want to see the pictures. Situation. <laughs> I want to see the pictures. Everybody, stay tuned. I guess for that one. Um. 
All right, man. It's time for the fun part. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's time for the fun part. Oh, man. Giving him, like, a couple seconds to get ready for, like, the next part. Yeah. I likes it. Get ready for the mass appeal. Basically. I mean, I feel like this fits. It is. And, I mean... I, I, I didn't go digging for prospects you never heard of, so... Or skills you never heard of. So, you know... Oh, man. Alright, y'all. So, we're starting off with uh, J-Hop leading the linebacker breakdown. Alright. So, man, I... Shoot. This is... This is this is an exciting little position group for me, to be honest. Um, I didn't get to get into a couple players as deep as I wanted to. I kind of skipped over Michael Parsons a little bit. I watched, you know, some highlights. He's good, but everybody's saying he's like a top 10, top 15 pick uh, as a linebacker. And selfishly, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm like, well, we got no shot at him. Why Why waste all my time watching this fool's sophomore tape? Um, <laughs> You know, because he ain't played last year. Right, you know? right. So, you know, he opted out. Um, so I did watch some of it, though, and he, he did look good. He looked explosive. I see why why people are hype on him. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't really get to him. And some other developmental dudes I want to get to, I didn't I didn't really get to. But uh, there's a couple of dudes I'm pretty excited about, man. This is Cat, who I you may have heard uh, my namesake. And I'm not even going to try to say his last name. You try to say his last name. I got you, bro. I can do this. Jeremiah Awasu Karamoa. Boom. Yeah, man. <laughs> 6'1", 215 out of Notre Dame. That's my guy. That's why, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm the co-host here. <laughs> but uh Notre Dame man you know people say he's a little undersized uh you know that is that's a small linebacker don't get me wrong but I felt like he played bigger man like I saw him fighting through blocks okay um he's 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 a great athlete he's fast um he was good on the on the blitz um I'm not I feel like he could bulk up like if he put on another even I felt like 10 you know 15 20 pounds he could, you know, who knows? He looked like he could to me, though, once you get into the NFL. Um, but I watched a couple games of his. I watched him play against Bama last year, FSU last year, and Clemson last year. And I was I was impressed. Most people say he's a first-round pick from what I've seen, and that's I saw why. Like, I would be shocked if he was there, you know, at the end for the Chiefs. Especially, you know, you've been seeing the Isaiah Simmons types. Right. Um, I, I felt – I liked him more than him. This kid, he lined up at cornerback. He lined up in the slot. I don't see him doing that in the league. He wasn't that impressive. You know, like, it was impressive in college. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, all right. But that, like, he's going to be able to line up on some tight ends. He's going to be able to take the running back out the back uh, field. Um, so I think I think it's going to be pretty a nice little I'm excited to watch him not just because his name is Jeremiah but I'm excited to see what he do in the league because you know you know it's a lot of projection you know he's only right. 215 if he can't put on any weight maybe that will that might be a problem in the league don't right. get me wrong but I feel like he plays strong man like I, I I saw him saw him fighting off offensive linemen um some of these dudes you know that that got some weight on him you know they're they're getting the offensive linemen get their hands on him and they're done and like 
you know, yes, some of it for him was speed and athleticism, him just kind of being able to blow by him. They don't get a great hand on him. Um, and that's going to be a little tougher in the NFL. But he had great instincts. He looked really comfortable in coverage. Like, if he was, if he fell to 31 and the Chiefs didn't take him, I might cry. Because, uh, <laughs> like, he could tackle, man. He could, he could knock you out. Uh, shit, FSU uh, didn't even, like, run towards him. Or nothing. I felt like they were, like, trying to play away from him. Like, that game was almost trash to watch because I'm like, he didn't do nothing. But, like, everything went – I felt like they were like, oh, there he is. Go the other way. Um, he was he was impressive to me. All right, who you got next, uh, bro? Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think who I want to do next. I'm going to go with the dude that, that, to be honest, I wasn't as impressed. I've seen a lot of people. I've seen him mock to the Chiefs. Um, and he, 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 not a local cat, but he's from Mizzou. His name is Nick Bolton. They got him listed at six foot three thirty-two. I saw him play Bama in Georgia this past year, and he was fast, man. This kid was fast. Okay. But, but how, how they said about my guy, uh, I'm gonna call him, what's his, I'm gonna call him JOK. <laughs> My guy Jeremiah. He uh now they say he's small. Like I felt Nick Bolton looked small. Like they say he got short arms, but he looks smaller than this six foot two thirty-two to me. I was like, at any time he's one of them dudes I was talking about. Like the offensive lineman touched him, I felt like he was done. Um, but you know, a lot of people people got him as you know, a first rounder, top forty pick. Um I'd be I wouldn't be too hyped. If if he got there, like I said, he's fast, so it's gonna happen probably. I at least see him being a second round pick. But the Chiefs kind of I feel like I do like him last year, Willie Gay, who like looks looks good at times. Nick Bolton might be a little bit better of a prospect, but Gay's just bigger than him because um, he did look comfortable in coverage. Like I would I would almost want to see him like see if he could lose some weight and play safety. That's how I felt about him. Mm, but people, mm. people are high on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a lot of it was just athleticism and, you know, beating people to a spot, you know, that you can do in college, but he just looks small as shit to me, man. Um, and I feel like he's just more developmental. Like I, if the Chiefs picked him up in like the fourth round, I'd be hyped. But if we picked him up in the, in the first, I'd be like, damn, like, I'd turn my mind around real quick, you know. I'd be like, just take all the positives. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe this, maybe that. But I just felt like, you know, he couldn't really tackle. It's not that he couldn't. Um, he definitely has some power when he hits you, but he wasn't great at wrapping up. I don't know if that's because of the short arms. Um, but he just felt like maybe you could, you know, get him in as a dime linebacker. You know, he could do some coverage and, you know, he could have a role in the NFL. But I just didn't see him as, you know, long-term dude um he's definitely got potential like the athleticism is there you can find a role for him but i just didn't see the first rounds you know high second that that most people were saying but you know i hate saying that about a kid from missouri um you know so i'm i'm rooting for the kid but but i didn't see it as a first round pick um but i'm gonna go to my next dude who's probably the my second favorite dude i watched probably i'm gonna convince myself that he's my favorite because i think uh He's the only one we got a shot at getting. But this cat, Zayvon Collins, uh, out of Tulsa, he's a big dude. He's 6'4", 260. I watched him. He played uh, UCF, Oklahoma State, and okay. uh, SFU this last year. It was it was, it was was a lot of fun. Uh, Tulsa kind of plays an interesting defense a lot of times, too. They played a 3-3-5. You don't really see that in the NFL a lot. Um, I used to run in Madden a lot. I always liked that defense for some reason. Um 
but uh, he, you know, he 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 played some inside linebacker, some outside linebacker, but that dude looked like a first round pick to me. Um, but he'd be he'd be a outside linebacker. He, he you know, six four two two sixty man. That sounds like an edge rusher, you know. Um, but he 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 wasn't like he's not an edge rusher. Like he could he could blitz. He's got he's got good athleticism. But I was like, all right, he ain't a pass rusher. But he he's effective on the blitz. But man, he was so athletic, like for his size. I was like, all right, I'd be pretty comfortable with him in coverage. Like he he was instinctive. He could tackle. Um, I felt like he was he was fighting through blocks like crazy. And like with his size, you ain't got to worry about that in the NFL. And like he played with strength. It's not like he's just a big dude out there. It's like you could you were like. I wouldn't compare him quite to like a Brian Erlacher. I didn't feel like he had that type of athleticism because Brian Erlacher was a, that dude was sideline to sideline. I feel like right. he might be a tier below him athletically. Also racist uh, as hell. Huh? I said also racist as hell. Erlacher. Why? Oh, Erlacher, man. You didn't know? Oh, Erlacher. Yeah. I thought you said me saying Erlacher was a good linebacker. No. Was, no. <laughs> yeah, no, him. Yeah, I ain't. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about him as a player. Um, Not with hair plugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hair plug Erlacher. Maybe it's the hair plugs, man. Who knows? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. You know, Tulsa, you know, it's, it's – I don't know how many cats were Tulsa in the league. Um, but, man, he, like I said, he does this funny little jump-like step before the snap. Like, like he, you know, you know, I can't tell what it was. It didn't seem to hurt him at all, but it was such a weird little thing. But it always seemed to work, and he always seemed to go where the play was going and seemed to be able to diagnose the play. Um, I would I would love for that dude to fall. Um, I, but, but, you know. It's weird. Linebacker is a is a position that people don't always value in the NFL. Um, but if you can find one who's athletic and can cover, you know, I mean, you saw what it did in the, for the Bucks. I mean, they've they Devin White, Levante, David. Uh, you've seen what they've done for a lot of defensive over the years. The 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 Seahawks uh, with Bobby Wagner, KJ White, uh, KJ Wright, uh, Patrick Willis back in the day. So it's if you can find these type of players, I, I, you know, with this type of potential. They they are huge on the defense. I mean, shit, you know, you had Ray Lewis for all them years, man. Yes, sir. So so he's he's probably my my second favorite behind Jeremiah, but my favorite of the actual potential dudes. Um, I'm gonna talk about another dude that I didn't really like too much, who I was really interested in watching because you know Alabama and their defense. It's always exciting to watch. Yeah, you know the top prospects out of Alabama, but watch Dylan Moses. Uh, six three two forty. Watched the uh, Mizzou and Ole Miss games, and man, I was disappointed. Uh, I don't know when I'd be comfortable drafting him. I wrote down fifth, sixth round, but to be honest, like I wouldn't really want him. Like you'd have to have like a certain, you'd have to be pretty good at that linebacker position, and just hope that he's gonna develop. Uh, he got hurt, um, so he hadn't played. He played his freshman year, got hurt, I believe, his sophomore year. And then this past year, you know, it was his, you know, back from injury year. And you could kind of tell um, he, he he thought about giving up football, you know, his teammates and everybody talked him uh, out of it. I, I, I won't really hold that against him. You just kind of have to find out, you know, like, is yeah. this kid really, really wanting to play? Is he really, you know, uh, driven to do this? Uh, and, you know, spend a fifth round, sixth round pick is not a terrible investment in finding that out, you know. Um, 
because he's got athleticism. You watch his freshman tape, and it's like, damn, this kid is flying around. Like, uh, I didn't think he was great or anything, but you could really see the potential. Like, oh, he's going to probably build in this in his defense. Right. But man, he just did not look aggressive. It almost looked like he was spying every damn uh, play, but I don't think he was. He was just like standing there. Uh, he never really reacted to the plays really well. Um, he did look, you know, like like I said, you could see the athleticism. Like, it is there. Um, I don't know if it's just a mental block uh, after the injury or what. You know, you could, you know, end up with a great player. You know, like the athletic traits are there, it looked like. Um, and I expect him to be drafted. He played at Alabama. Unless yeah. he just come out and say, like, I don't fuck with football. <laughs> like, I expect him to get drafted and probably in, like, the fucking fourth round or something, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, I just wasn't impressed. And I hate, I hate talking too much shit. But, uh, but man, he was so boring to watch. <laughs> he was, like, he was so boring to watch. I felt like I could tell he almost quit football watching him. I was like, man. I hope this kid figured out because you don't want to go to the NFL if you don't want to be there because like you playing with grown ass men and you will get your ass hurt. Like for real, for real, <laughs> you know, if you're not really, really want to be there. So we figured out if you want to be there, I hope, you know, you get picked up in a good situation. Uh, and if you don't want to play that game, then I hope he, you know, gets that Alabama degree and make some good business friends, be uh, an accountant or some shit. Uh, the last dude I'm really going to talk about, he's from Ohio State. You know, Ohio State always got some interesting players. I watched this cat, Baron Browning, 6'3", 240. Watched him against Nebraska and Penn State. Um, you know, I've seen him kind of rated all over the place. Um, second, third round, uh, seen him sneak into the first. Uh, but, man, I was pretty impressed, like, for how how – wide of a range i've even seen him rank pretty pretty low by some people but he was a really good athlete like i felt like he was one of them dudes who was always knocking the ball out it wasn't quite a punch like a like a marlon humphreys but he was always there ripping for the ball right um he was he was also like like uh, i was talking about with like jeremiah earlier uh he lined out up in the slot um and looked pretty good at it like i don't think he'll be doing that in the nfl i don't think he's about to be you know a slot player, but that's always a good sign for like being able to cover tight ends, cover, you know, running backs, understanding some route concepts and, you know, having some success at that. Like I always am impressed okay. by uh, that. And when you look comfortable, um, another dude who was a good blitzer, like not a pass rusher, but he actually has some like moves when he was blitzing. It wasn't just like coming unblocked, you know, no unblocked or nothing. Like he actually beat a couple of dudes with some moves sometimes. Um, so that was pretty impressive to me. Um, I liked him, you know, he was, he, he wasn't as impressive getting off blocks as, as, you know, a couple of other dudes I liked, um, but he could, you know, and he got the size, he had the strength, um, he didn't always make great reads and always take a great angle, but like you, you saw that he had some good instincts out there. Um, and you know, I, with the position, the linebacker, I don't think he'll be taken in the first round, um. You know, I'd have to see the strength of some other position group. But if he did, like, sneak in, like, I wouldn't be shocked, you know. Like, I really I really liked him. Um, but I didn't get to watch too many other cats. I watched a little bit of Jabril Cox uh, out of LSU. Mostly watched his uh, North Dakota State tape. People, he, he transferred to LSU. But he was impressive. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some more of him. Um, 
this developmental catch has Sherrod out of North Carolina. He he just tr- turned into a linebacker. He was a quarterback. Um, and I wow. watched a little bit of him. So I'm, I, I'm a couple dudes I got some more interest in. But those those are the guys that I really got to dig into that I that I enjoyed. All right, all right, man. Uh, great football coverage from the one and only Jay Hop. That was phenomenal, man. And um, defense. Yeah, definitely not going to live up to that on the offensive side here. It's like, um, man, uh, I did quarterbacks, dude. Uh, this is a really interesting quarterback class. I don't think it's the flyest quarterback class, but I could be 100% wrong in this situation. Uh, I'm going to start off. It's with, exciting, though. It is. I it is. Say. And I'm going to. It's interesting. And I'm going to start off with some excitement here. I'm going to start off with Zach Wilson out of BYU, man. Brigham Young, man. Uh, six foot three, 210, man. I'm going to start off by saying he's not the greatest decision maker, but I also am going to say he throws a lot. Almost all of his completed passes are contested. Um, Damn. So you can kind of take that as you can, as you want. Like, when he gets the ball to someone, he gets the ball to someone. I'm talking about he'll throw it over the top, double coverage, the safety's on your receiver's back, but the ball goes into the receiver's hands. Almost every time you see him complete a pass, it goes into the receiver's hands. Um, I think what makes him really special is what I call weirdo arm angles. Uh, There was (laughs) one throw he had uh, to the flat, okay? He was throwing to the flat, uh, and it he looked like a second baseman or a shortstop throwing to third, third base. Like, it was really – it was super fire. It was that's, super that's fire. That's becoming more and more of a thing in it the league, I feel It is definitely like. becoming more of a thing. It looks like it's something that he works on and a People lot. are going to start attributing that to my guy, Patty Cakes, but it was not started by him. Russ was doing it. You know, yeah, I feel yeah. like Aaron's been doing it a little bit. Like Lamar's, they're really, uh, they're really Lamar's giving that to crazy with it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. another one. So, but but like it's really becoming a becoming a thing. And honestly, the way this kid does it, it looks like it really might be his thing. You see a lot of sidearms. You see a lot of over the head, and you just see a lot of these baseball type throws from a baseball type stance. And that also leads me to his playmaking abilities. He's a surprise, really shock you type runner, but a total improviser. I put overall, he's a true improviser. Like, that is really this kid's game. If you want him to sit back in the pocket and make all the right reads, he is not about to do that. He will get your receivers murdered um, in, like, the wrong situation. But if you want somebody that's going to be ready when the play breaks down to step outside of the pocket, be able to throw across the field, outside the numbers, and over the top, then this is the kid that you want. Uh, Zach Wilson, but you better have a damn good quarterback coach, a damn good passing coordinator, and a dog at running back. Um, which leads me to go to my quick, next. Quick question: What's You up? think you think he's he really needs to probably sit? Like, do you think he's yes. somebody who'll be successful right away? Oh, he needs to sit down, sit down, clipboard, clipboard. Because if you throw him out yeah. there to the wolves, he's gonna be a turnover machine. How, how he tall was he listed at? Throw, six foot three. This entire I heard class, there is no me, way that he's six three. Let me tell you something. No, this, I know that's what he's listed at, but I've heard yeah that, that he's like, a lot smaller. That, 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 that he is not so no look, six three. So look, that's what man, I thought you said. That's what I thought I heard he was listed at. 
you're going to trip out. You're going to trip out. You're going to notice a trend with all these quarterbacks. Just keep the height 6'3 in your head because with that, I want to go over to Mac Jones, 6'3", <laughs> 214 pounds in Alabama, man. Let me tell you something about Mac Jones. He gives you high-level quarterback play. But let me tell you something. The plays that they are running in Alabama were the best plays and play designs I saw in some in this whole analysis here, man, I was watching, I was watching them move safeties with tight ends, and completely open up the entire back end of the field. And I'm watching them throw it to Devonte Smith, who just gets space. I just don't even know how to explain how this man Devonte Smith creates space. But something I want to talk about with Mac Jones is in the Georgia game, the first play of the game, a corner blitz, he throws a pick, he gets knocked the fuck out right <laughs> next drive on the 30 yard on the 30 yard line okay on the uh on georgia's 30 yard line you uh-huh. see mac jones look out of the corner of his eye what is it it's that same corner blitz what does mac jones do he stays in the pocket and he makes the throw like a dog touchdown Devonte uh-huh. smith that is something to uh-huh. note right there and that's what i mean when i say high level quarterback play he sits in the pocket he's old school he's got a way of putting the ball up in the air and it dropping down like a flying like a what do you call it like a ufo or something the the Uh kid is the kid is nice with that uh but really when it comes down to it it's hard to analyze this kid from my perspective because i'm not super cute qb guru but really it makes it really hard to to analyze this kid when the plays are so complicated when the plays are so effective and so efficient um you know steve sarkeesian he just knows how to create space over there yeah so um, yeah so i take i think people will be worried because they saw how Tua looked this year and coming from that name do you think that actually hurts mac jones that's the bias i brought to this situation and really, there just is so there. There's just so little times that he's really under duress. There's there's mm. not many times where his read isn't wide open. And if you want me to be completely honest, uh, there are a couple of times you see him just take whatever read. If you ask me, yeah, just because hey, where's Devonte? Exactly, exactly. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave him on a short uh, analysis, and I'm gonna go to another uh, short one that I have, and roll that tide. is um, yeah, roll tide, and that is uh, Justin Fields. We got Justin Fields, six foot three, two hundred twenty eight <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Two now this is my first note. Yes, this is my first note about Justin Fields. Two hundred twenty eight pounds vegan. I was just listening to Cam Newton speak the other day, and Cam Newton said that if he changes his diet from vegan, he'll blow up to two hundred eighty pounds. That really got me to thinking. So when I started to do this reflection Yep. When I did this reflection on Justin Fields, I just kind of thought of looked at him through like the scope that I would look look at Cam through. Um, and when I did that, uh, the uh, one thing I have here in quotes is if you want a soft Russell Wilson, then you go with Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> everybody, everybody like, you know, was trying to give him this rap for being That's tough, not. but I'm watching him play his games. I'm watching him play against Illinois is a, is a good example. He, he gets hit. 
He rolls around on the ground. He plays soft for a quarter. And, and then he comes back in the fourth quarter. This is a trend that I want people to really watch out for with Justin Fields, man. He is the essential light-skinned quarterback, man. He can throw it any way you want him to throw it. He can run a little bit. He can definitely run it any way you want him to. I think where he sells you, though, is his brains. Okay, um, he's a little bit smarter than the average quarterback than most of these quarterbacks coming into the situation as far as decision making. And he's also just like he just seems to be an overall good leader watching between last year and this year. Uh, he really can keep the team going uh, under duress. Uh, if the team seems like they're about to lose, they won't because he can bring people back in the game. But um, look. I don't know what else you want from me. He makes all the throws. He can run a little bit, but he's softer than baby shit. And I think you need to watch out for that. Another short one on Trevor on uh, Justin Fields. Uh, this is one that I really, really, really was excited to do, man. And that is Trey Lance. This guy. Oh, I know you've been on Trey. Trey Lance, man. That's your guy. Only played, only played one game this year. Uh, but this is the first thing I want to tell you about Trey Lance. He does not quit on plays. I watched him throw an interception and run down and make a beautiful tackle. I have him written down as a great fundamental tackler uh, because of that. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Size. I need another size. Oh, what what was I thinking, man? 6'3", 221. There we are. Trey Lance, man, 6'3", 221, man. And he is a great fundamental tackler. Like I said, he plays through on place. Man, when you watch him break a run, he he will truck you. He will truck you. He is an insane, insane vertical runner. Once he breaks out of the pocket, which he does have very quick feet and nice pocket presence, once he breaks out of that pocket and he gets a lane, he runs like any other running back. Yeah. I mean, he runs north and south like, I mean, like AP or something. Straightens that back out, lengthens his stride, takes big strides, and he will dip his shoulder and run you over. I'm talking Derrick Henry. I'm talking, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking Adrian Peterson. Okay. Uh, now, when we talk about him throwing, this dude has one of the strongest lower ends I've seen in a quarterback in a long time. You grab his hips, he's not going down. When it's time for him to throw, he sinks his feet into the ground, and he lets that ball go. Ball comes out of his hand perfectly. He can give you the deep ball. He can throw it outside the numbers. Something that I saw him and Zach Wilson do is scramble to one side of the field and throw it to the fucking end zone. Damn. You don't see this. It's something that's coming out of these new kids. They're watching Mahomes. They're watching Josh yeah. Allen. They were watching Joe Flacco when they were infants. And they're, and they're seeing that shit. you got to have an arm. Uh, so I really want you guys to watch out for that. Um, Trey Lance is not afraid of defenders. And I'm talking about he's not afraid of them if he's running. And he's not afraid of them if he's throwing. He'll throw it into coverage. He'll he'll throw his man open. He'll throw his man into a lane. And I'm talking this is North Dakota. He made his receivers look really good. Um, I do think Trey Lance is a start day one guy. Shout out to Quincy Damn. Avery, I guess. 
Can I say this? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't want, I don't know if were you, did you have more to say on Trey? No, no, no. Go. Well, I just wanted to say one knock I've heard on him that is always a interesting knock is people think, oh, well, he was at North Dakota State. It's, uh, it's less competition, ba da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, yes, that's true. But he's also dealing with uh, not as good of players on his team. So his receivers, like you're saying, he's making them look good. He's not Mac Jones being balling out with uh, Smith and, you know, Jaylen Waddle. Waddle. Uh, and even the Waddle didn't play Harris. much this year. But, mm -hmm. you know, this just this team around you that's mm -hmm. also much more, like, superior than all this competition. Same thing with Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, who I'll do next. Mm -hmm. So that's just something I'm like, it's a weird thing to hold. And we've seen quarterbacks come out of these schools, you know. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz isn't the best example right now, but, yeah. I mean, he did have success in the league. He, he, well, second year, you he know, was on MVP. Who came out, there's been a lot of players that come out of not, like, the biggest of schools. I mean, shit. Is Cal, like, Look, a huge football school? I mean, they've had their moments. Had Aaron but Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. But that's what I'm saying. Aaron yeah. Rodgers came from fucking Cal. Look, I mean, look, I guess they're while well. we're talking about small, low-key guys, before I get into the big one, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I want to talk about a quick honorable mention I have, and that's Sam Ellinger, six foot three, out of Texas, <laughs> out of UT. Um, Even Sam? Yes. Here, here are my notes on Sam, bro. You ready? Let's get it. You ready? Tough. <laughs> ready to play. I like his story. Baba Booey. All right, now I'll do my last hey. quarterback. I'll do my last quarterback, and that is Trevor Lawrence from Rock Group Hanson, six foot <laughs> five, six foot five, two thirteen. Trevor Lawrence, formerly from the movie Remember the Titans. Yes, formerly formerly known as Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Trevor Lawrence. Uh look, man, my first note on this guy is this dude was built to run the RPO. He was built to run the RPO. He he has Cam Newton's size. Doesn't Wait, have did you speed. say his size? Six foot five, two thirteen. Damn, too tall. Yep, he's too tall for this uh, quarterback, quarterback <laughs> class. Uh, man, high football IQ. He can move the safety with his eyes. He can move the safety with his legs. He can move the safety with his arms. He can move the safety with his brain, like a Star Wars. Jedi or something, man. The kid has control of the field. You don't want to piss him off because he'll get in your face is what I learned from watching a lot of his games. He doesn't take too kindly to hitting or shit talking. He will jump back in your face. Dude, he can throw it anywhere you want. When we watched his uh, pro day, he only missed two throws. Now, one of those throws, though, was running outside of the pocket and it just looked like it kind of been it kind of was a miscommunication between him and the receiver. But I want people to kind of pay attention to that. But do remember that I did say he is built to run the run pass option. Um, he has great reaction time. He has a really nice touch on the ball. Everything he throws looks good. I heard now one thing is troubling me though about the Trevor Lawrence situation. And I feel like a lot of hmm. people that are covering him are trying to compare him to Justin Herbert and saying that he might be more athletic than Justin Herbert. I do not think that's all the way true from what I saw out of Justin Herbert this last uh, rookie season from him. But like I said, 
This fool was built to run the RPO. Um, Yo, can I just say that's the funniest shit in the world because I didn't even know Justin Herbert could run really. Oh man, you know you should have seen him at Oregon. It's like that. But I when, know, but like I don't feel like they really, really like put it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. same like Josh Allen. Ain't nobody said Josh Allen could run. Yeah, but <laughs> I, fuckers get to the league. These big ass white boys. And I think it's a little. I think it's a bit much before you try to run in there and say that he's going to be like the offensive rookie of the year in his first year. Because what what I'm seeing out of Trey Lance, what I'm seeing out of uh, Zach Wilson. That's athleticism, and what Justin Fields oh, yeah. has naturally oh, yeah. is athleticism. <laughs> but in in you know Zach Wilson, what I say about Zach Wilson, he's what we'll they about, oh, he's what they said about your Lamar Jackson. This dude kind of just like flips out, runs, and <laughs> it works out. Um, you know, tr- but when you're looking at a guy like Trevor Lawrence, tr- man, what they say about Trevor Lawrence is what I saw in Trey Lance. I saw strength, and I saw a truck. And I saw a body that was beating other bodies physically on the field. I'm watching him shake defensive ends off with his hips. Right, he's got holding, good holding, athleticism. Yep, holding the ball with two hands and not running, which he could do just fine, waiting and taking a big dog throw down the field. I think that's what people need to start worrying about. Imagine Mahomes in this last Super Bowl standing through some of these hits. And that's what you might have in a Trey Lance. And in well, a honestly, Wars. how how you are with pressure coming at you is one of the you know most important things. In a you know looking at these some of these quarterbacks, if Mac you're Wilson. ducking in college and like afraid in college, what you think is going to happen when you get get to, to the, the pros league. to the big leagues? So that's that's huge. But you, but oh, go ahead. But you buy? But the the Lawrence hype is real. To I mean, he's he's the number one, but you think he's he's, he's, number he's the number one. He's number one. He's number one. I it think, look like it. His athleticism's good. I think. I, I mean, it is good. It, but I think the debate of whether you take Wilson or Fields is valid. Yeah, I do. I do because. And do you think it's because of that softness you talk about? I do. I do. I think that football is a sport where you can't be wincing and crying every time that you get hit and that's just what Justin Fields does. Is wince yeah, and I cries think, every time I he think, gets hit. I think outside of that, I think I definitely would have him probably above Wilson. But that it does seem like Wilson will, you know, stand stand in there a little and a little bit more. He's an investment. You sit, you put your you you, you get him. Mm-hmm. I think all these dudes except year. for Lawrence well, you said Lance. You think could start day Lance, one. Lance's day but one start looking like RG Fields feels like he might need might need you know half a season on the bench. Wilson seems like he need a year or two. Two. Uh, uh, Wilson would be like an Atlanta type cat to me. Yep. You know, sit behind Matt Matty Ice for a year or two. Man, um, if Atlanta gets Trey Lance though, it's a problem. Yeah, because I mean, uh, sitting is not going to hurt Trey Lance. Yeah. You know what I mean? What he? What was he? What was he? His his. I mean, because this year he played the one game. He wasn't like great in it. But no, he wasn't. the year before, what he had was it twenty eight touchdowns, no interceptions. He went off in his um, first year. Yeah. Not not like a lot, a ton of yardage. It was like under three thousand. But like he was efficient. He ain't yeah. throw no picks. I mean, he's he's a pretty exciting prospect to me, to be honest. He really I'm with is. You. He really is. I'm, 
And you know so much about these quarterbacks. I mean, with all players, but with quarterbacks, man, where the fuck you go is so much. It is so important. And the best thing that might happen for these Trey Lances and for Zach Wilson is that they're going to end up with a better team. They're going to be the Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson of this group. Yo, I'm feeling mad dumb right now. Who's the Jacksonville head coach now? Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer. Gross. Yeah. I think on that note, man, we need to go ahead and wrap up our first off-season episode, man. We did it. Hey, we, we did, did it. it. It's over. It is the off-season, and now is better than ever to sign Colin Kaepernick. Right. Bring him in for a workout. Hey, have a full off season. Yeah. Virtual meetings. Yeah. Some of these virtual meetings why, are here to stay. Why go with a rookie that throws people into hits? Go with your Kaepernick.